Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I hope you're having a really great day. I'm excited to just spend this little bit of time together talking and hopefully brightening your day today. So I just want to start again with the verse of the month. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, this is kind of a new thing I want to do is just to have each month a verse to just read at the beginning of the episode, maybe talk about a little bit every week, maybe talk about it just some weeks, but this is usually kind of a verse that I've chosen personally for myself as a verse of the month to memorize, to think about, and so I just wanted to kind of do that together. So the verse this month is Romans 8:28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And I know I talked about it a little bit last week, but I think it's really important for us to remember it doesn't just mean he works it for our good, like it's just going to make our lives comfortable and happy, but he can use all the circumstances, all the things in our lives to grow our character, to help us in this process of sanctification. So it's not just meaning, well, your life's just going to be comfortable and nice and happy, but that he can use all the circumstances to help us grow as people. Jumping into this episode now, last week we talked about this idea of consistency. So if you haven't listened to that one, you can go back and listen to it. You really don't have to listen to that before this. They're related, but you don't have to have the last one to have this one. And recording that episode talking about consistency really made me think about this related topic of the little time pockets that we have as moms in our day. And what are we doing with those times? Because it's really hard as a mom a lot of times to like schedule an hour long quiet time or a 30 minute workout video. Like there's a lot of interruptions and a lot of our day whether you're a stay-at-home mom or work from home or work out of the home or whatever, a lot of our days are taken up by work, by taking care of our homes, by taking care of our children. It's hard to schedule big chunks of times for things, but we do have lots of those little time pockets that just happen. Maybe 
your two kids are actually just playing happily on the floor for a few minutes or you have a baby and the baby's playing and having tummy time and you've already spent some time just like looking at them being really engaged with them and now they're happy and you have a few minutes or maybe your older kids are doing some homework or playing a game there's these little time pockets where nobody desperately urgently needs us and we have these little moments and I think it's really easy to see those as like almost not important like they don't matter like well I'll just you know eat a snack because I'm bored not because I'm really hungry but just you know something to do in that time or you know unfortunately I feel like the the easiest thing to do is just reach for your phone and whether you you know go look at social media or whatever else is on your phone whatever it is that you tend to just reach for our phones are really like designed to catch our attention to want us to like look at them and um I won't dive into it here but there's all sorts of fascinating information out there about how like our brains actually get this hit of dopamine when we look at the bright images on our phone and all these things. And so it can be really easy to just reach for that when we have those little time pockets. And I'm not saying that you should never do anything on your phone, that it's completely bad. I think it is just good to be aware. What are you kind of just consistently doing by habit in those little time pockets that's not investing in what you want to invest in whether it's your phone whether it's you know any other sort of kind of just time wasting thing is that really something you want to invest in if there's something on your phone that yes does matter to you and you want to invest time in it great this is not meant to be like an anti-phone message just a lot of the things that tend to distract us and just kind of be time wasters tend to be on our phones because it's like the whole world in your pocket. So think about what are you using those little time pockets for that you don't want to be? And then what do you want to be investing in, in those little time pockets? What do you want to replace the time wasters with? I know I talked in the last episode about this idea of like the you know, what we're investing our time in being kind of like a bank account. You know, last week we talked about consistency of if you're depositing, you know, $100 a month over time, over years and decades, that's going to add up way faster than like $1,000 a couple of times. And I think it's really similar with this idea of talking about the little time pockets. Sometimes we think, well, I have to have 30 minutes to do that, or I have to have a full hour to do that, and I just can't get those times, so I just won't. But that's like putting zero dollars in the bank. Instead of saying, okay, well, I've got a little time pocket here, I've got a little time pocket here, I've got some more here, I can be investing in things that matter during those times. And that's like saying, okay, I've got two dollars here to throw in the bank, I've got five here, I've got six here, four here over time the two three four five dollars at a time is gonna add up to a whole lot more than zero if we just say well I don't have a big chunk of time I'm not putting any time into I don't have time to invest in things that matter you do it just doesn't come in huge chunks maybe in your life and those small amounts of time invested really do matter so 
what do you want to be investing your nickels and dimes and your two and five dollars in? What are the things that matter to you that you want to use those small time pockets to invest in? So maybe it's relationships with friends. Maybe it's your own physical health. Maybe it's your relationship with God, relationship with your husband, stress relief, um, your own personal growth, like intellectually maybe there's an area you want to learn more about maybe it's something you want to practice like playing the piano or guitar some sort of skill knitting I don't know gardening whatever it is or maybe an area of growth you want to focus on is in your parenting or in your marriage or maybe like your emotional literacy and dealing with some of the feelings and how we process and deal with all of that there's so many important and wonderful things that we can be investing these little times in. And if I left your thing off the list, I'm not trying to say it's unimportant. Just these were the things that came to me off the top of my head. So many great things to be investing those little time pockets in instead of just saying, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm putting zero in. I'll invest when my kids are older. I don't think that serves us very well. I think it really matters to be using these little time pockets wisely and investing in the things that matter. It doesn't mean you have to always constantly be doing something like stress relief. One of those areas I mentioned, maybe the thing you choose to do when you've got five minutes that your kids are playing is sit down and just sit and breathe and relax it doesn't have to mean that you're constantly always pushing yourself to be Pinterest perfect and you're always in motion. So I hope all that made sense as far as shifting our perspective about these little time pockets, that they do matter and they do add up and we can use them for the things that matter to us, the things that are important in our lives. So I just want to share to get your mind going some practical ideas of things that I've done or would like to start doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress on this as well, but hopefully this could kind of get your brain going with some ideas of what might be useful for you during some of this time. So one of the top ones that I really, I have been doing and has really been helpful for me is uh, on the YouVersion Bible app, which you can just get on your phone you can listen to like audio Bible. You can choose your translation that you prefer to listen to and just push play and listen to it. So we do this while your hands are busy, but your brain is free, like washing dishes or folding laundry or while your kids are playing or taking a shower and getting ready in the morning. Lots of times when you can do this when you're doing something physically, but your brain is free. And this is a great way to be investing in Bible knowledge and just your relationship with Jesus. Another thing along the same lines would be like, have a five minute devotional book, just something that's like one page. A couple that I really love are New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. It's super gospel focused every day, just really bringing you back to basics, but also with some fresh perspectives. It has been really great for me. That's the one I'm kind of currently reading through. And it's really short. I can read it in a few minutes while my kids are playing. And then it gives me some really good things to be thinking about throughout the day. 
Another one that I really love is Mom Heart Moments by Sally Clarkson. Same thing, it's like one page, you can read it pretty quickly, but then it gives you some something positive to be thinking about, something to be applying as you go throughout your day. While we're talking about this, prayer. If you've got a few minutes, everyone's happy, just spend some time talking to God. Maybe it's just talking to him about your day, saying, hey, this is going great, or I'm feeling frustrated about this, talking like you would a friend. Um, if you're not really sure like where to start or what to pray about, one idea that I have seen people do, I haven't done this, but I think there are lots of ideas online, is like having prayer cards. So maybe it's like index cards or something that you keep in your purse or in a specific spot in your house, and you would write things on there that you want to pray for your kids. Like for, you know, um, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, things that you want to pray for them, like them developing patience or humility or sibling conflicts or whatever. There's thousands of things that you could pray for your kids out there. A book that I've just barely started, but it seems really wonderful, is called Praying the Scriptures for Your Children by Jody Berndt, B-E-R-N-D-T. And so this one is basically that same idea of the prayer cards, but it's praying through scripture for your children. And it's just short little chunks that you could just pick up the book and be able to just spend your one or two or three or whatever minutes just praying for your kids. If your physical health is something you feel like you want to be investing in, you can do that in the small time pockets. I'm not talking here again about, I'm not talking about losing weight and looking a certain way and having a bikini body or whatever, but more just the idea of taking care of your body. Maybe you want to build strength or you have a lot of, you know, you've got back pain, you've got headaches, whatever it is, and you want to take care of your body and not be having those issues. So maybe you kind of choose some, either some yoga poses or some Pilates things or a few cardio exercises or strength building things that you want to kind of have be your go-to things when you've got your five minutes or your 10 minutes where you can get something like that and squeeze it into that time. One of the things I absolutely love to do is take my kids to the park let them play, and I go on a quote-unquote walk in circles around the park, or you could run in circles around the park. We do this in the backyard all the time. I let the kids play, and I walk circles or walk back and forth. It's a great way to be getting some movement, taking care of my body in a, you know, a little time pocket that I have. Another idea, of course, listen to a podcast, something that is encouraging to you, um, uplifting to you. The stress relief idea, we talked about this a little bit before, but take your five minutes or your three minutes or whatever it is and just sit and actually breathe deeply. When we are stressed, we breathe really shallow and it, you know, I'm not a health expert, but it really messes up a lot of things in our bodies when we're not really getting enough oxygen. So maybe take your five minutes and just sit and breathe. Maybe even close your eyes if your kids are old enough or they're not going to get into trouble, the baby's napping, whatever. Close your eyes. Spend your few minutes to just 
breathe and relax. I know I said a lot of things earlier about not wasting time on your phone, but your phone's not all bad. Choose wisely. If you have a few minutes and your phone's right there, maybe you do spend a little bit of time on your phone, but do it wisely. If you are going to be getting on social media, maybe go through and weed out some of the people you follow who are not contributing in a positive way to your life. Maybe make it you know, a really small group of people you're following. So when you're spending time on there, it is purposeful and uplifting. Or just skip the social media and go straight to websites or blogs. Like, I really love the Risen Motherhood website. They have a podcast, but then also a website. Um, just risenmotherhood.com, I believe. But if you search it, it should just pop up. But they have articles, I think, on a weekly basis. And sometimes when I just really want to pick up my phone, um, I'll go there because their articles are all gospel focused about motherhood, really encouraging and uplifting and giving you things to think about, to work on, to work through instead of just distraction. Another blog I really love is Sally Clarkson's blog. I know I talked about her book before. Whatever blog, whatever website, that you do feel like is contributing in a positive way to your growth, to your development, go straight there maybe instead of kind of browsing and getting distracted and getting sucked into all sorts of things. Another idea when you've got just a few minutes, make a mental list of things you're grateful for. Maybe it's mental, maybe you just say it out loud while your kids are playing around you, letting them hear you, just talk about that gratitude. Another idea, and this I heard a friend say she did this, and I thought this was so great, is to stash just different books around your house. So, you know, in the living room you've got this book that you're reading about parenting, and a marriage book that's on the counter in the kitchen, and, I don't know, a novel that you're enjoying that's in the bedroom. And when you're in one of those rooms and no one needs you, and you've got a few minutes, maybe pick it up and read a couple pages. Could be a way to use those time pockets. Another thing, if you're looking to really invest in relationships, is maybe just pick up your phone and send an encouraging text to a friend, letting them know you appreciate them, or you're just recognizing all the hard work they do, giving them kind of a, a pat on the back, <laughs> as it were, just in a text message, or Maybe you send a text to your husband, and I don't mean a to-do list text like, honey, can you please grab milk on your way home or whatever, but, you know, a list, a text about something funny that happened in the day, or just a text to say, hey, I love you, I really appreciate you, thanks for this thing you did, or for that thing, or, you know, one thing I really love about you is this, just an out-of-the-blue loving text that you just send. And then kind of the last idea I had in this section was if you are more of an external processor like I am to just kind of have a journal that you keep near you and when you've got those few minutes to spend some time just journaling and thinking through things quote unquote out loud. Maybe you are someone who has to actually talk out loud and process, that's fine too. But if writing is something that helps you process, this could be a really good time to do that. I think a lot of times when we reach for the time wasters, whatever that looks like in your small pockets of time, it's because 
we're honestly looking for something to kind of numb our feelings. You're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling some sort of negative thing, and it feels really nice to just pick up your phone, pick up a snack, make another cup of coffee that you don't really need, because it can be a way to kind of numb those feelings. So instead of numbing them, instead of running from them, maybe pick up the journal or talk out loud to yourself if that's what works best for you. Process through the things you're thinking. Really deal with those emotions instead of just trying to sweep them under the rug. I know that was a long list. Of course, I'm not suggesting you like do all of those every single day. Maybe some of those don't even resonate with you or seem like things you would want to do, but I hope that at least a couple of things from that list sparked your imagination, your creativity to come up with things that could help you in your life for really taking these little pockets of time and investing in the things that matter to you. So along with that, my email question for the week, if you listen to this episode, then would you just take you know, two minutes, send me a quick email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com and just let me know what is your favorite way to use those little time pockets to invest in what matters. Maybe it's something I talked about in this episode. Maybe it's something totally different. I would just love to hear from all of you about the ways that you use the five minutes, the ten minutes, the two minutes to invest in things that matter to you. Thanks for being here today, friends. I'm really glad we got to spend this time together. If you enjoyed this episode, would you please just share it with a friend who you think would also enjoy it and would benefit from listening to it. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and I will see you right back here next week.